Hey there, podcast people. My name is Allie, and I am your host for the Basic and Blessed podcast. I hope you're doing well, and thank you for tuning in to this episode. Hey, y'all. So I feel like it has been 84 years since I have last talked to you. Like, the year is 2023, and it's already February. It seems to be going by so fast. I cannot catch up. I can't keep up. It's just, like, zooming by. And... You know, since we last spoke, I have been doing, you know, still been doing like the daily, the Bible recap study uh, with Terry Lee Cobble, and my mind has been opened on more, um, you know, just more than it ever has been because I, this is going to be the first time I've ever fully read through the Bible. And so it is, um, there's some stuff in there that she explains and I'm like, wow, I had no idea. I'd never, like when I just read it, like I never would have saw it that way. And so it's really great. So if you haven't already started and you've not read through the Bible fully, or if you have, then I would suggest just starting the podcast and listening through. And, um, she might, she might open your eyes and make you look at it from a different perspective. Um, because I felt like, especially in like Job and a couple times in Exodus, they were, um, God was being kind of harsh and I was like, well, that's kind of, that's not very nice, you know, but then she pointed out a couple things and I'm like, okay, I mean, that makes sense. I see why God is, is doing it that way now. And so it's, um, it's really good. I really enjoy it. Um, overall, like, for example, I was like reading in Exodus and really the overall message I see is that God never leaves us, but if you don't have faith, it is going to feel like God's not there at all. But God is always there and he loves us so much. Um, since February is the month of love, I figured I would do at least one episode on the love of God. Um, if I can, I'm going to look through here and see if I can find a couple more um, verses that would fit in that category. And if so, I definitely want to do one for next week and the week after. And then uh, there's today's the 11th. I wanted to get this out yesterday, but I was not feeling so good. So yesterday was totally out. Um, so I'm recording this on the 11th. I'll post it on the 11th. And then um, we have next week, next week. And then I guess the next Friday after that would be March. Oh, wow. Yeah, definitely going crazy. So yeah, we'll just have to see what I can come up with. Um, you know, looking through here and seeing what, seeing what I can figure out anyway, but I wanted to do at least one episode on the love of God. And we talked about this verse a couple episodes ago, but it is the famous John three sixteen. Now I, like I said in the previous episode, I like John three sixteen, but I feel like 16 and 17, you've got to read them together. Um, and it says for God so loved the world that he gave his own, his one and only son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn, to condemn the world, but to save it, or but to save the world through him. So it's like, the first one is just saying like, hey, God loves you. And then 17 is saying how God loves you because he sent his one and only son to save it, not condemn it. Like he, he didn't send Jesus to say, you know, hey, you're, you're a horrible person, you know, get your life right. I mean, obviously that's, we want you to change and not be a horrible person, but he wanted to send that lifeboat to you. So 
I, I just love that one. And, and really, there's no explanation needed. There's no, oh, it needs context or, you know, this one, you I feel like you can quote directly and there's like no confusion. Like, God sent his son. This is that. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I feel like that one, I mean, it's just straightforward. And as a parent, I mean, could you, and I know a couple of the people who listen to this, they are parents. And... I mean, could you sacrifice your child to, for for the world, to save the world? I mean, absolutely not. Like, I I mean, I just got to think about it. Like, all the horrible people in the world, would I sacrifice my child? I only have one. You know what I mean? I'm not that if I had more, that would make it easier. But nonetheless, I only have one. Would I sacrifice my child for the world? Absolutely not. I couldn't do it. So the fact that he did, I mean... It just, it, it blows my mind because yeah, there's that chance of uh, getting me to do that. And I mean, I just, there's only like a handful of people that I would like, would let watch my child, let alone sacrifice her for them. Uh, so hard pass. Thanks. But, um, you know, that's just how much God loves us. Even though we're, even though we're shitheads, he, he still sent his son to die on the cross to pay for our sins, to get us to heaven to give us that salvation and because you know even though most of us are repugnantly filled to the brim with sin he still loves us and wants us to be with him and he doesn't want to damn any one of us to hell you know so um while we're in john i was also thinking there was a couple actually in here i wanted to flip over to verse or john 13 verse 34 through 35 in just a second get to here Okay, this one says, a new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By by this, everyone will know that you are my de- disciples if you love one another. Oh, sorry, again, horrible at reading out loud, so. <laughs> um, but I mean, he, there he, he gives a command, Jesus gives a command, love one another. And I see this so often with like people like Christians and I say that with quotation marks, you know, they're just, some people are just awful and you're like, you're supposed to be a Christian. You're supposed to be loving, but they're not portraying that very well. So, um, you know, have you ever heard if you, you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar? Um, well, I mean, I, for me, I feel like it's kind of the same concept, you know, they're Christians and they're, like I said, quote unquote Christians, AKA the ones that, you know, give everyone else a bad name. And, you know, you don't have to think too hard to think of one, you know, we can all, you know, think of at least one person. And I, like I said, you don't have to think too hard and be like, mm, yeah, oh, 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 Jennifer or, you know, oh, Cheryl, Dave, you know, and so, um, it's one of those, you know, we all know one who gives the rest of us a bad name and they're usually the loudest. So people see them a lot more, but nonetheless, I mean, it's just, I mean, for example, like if you can think of uh, like abortion, homosexuality, premarital sex, like you can believe that's wrong without being hateful to those who disagree and those who practice those things. So, you know, because God calls us to make disciples, if you were not a Christian and like, for example, the Westboro Baptist Church decided to tell you, you know, you're walking down the street and you and your best friend, um, who is, who's gay for this example, you know, God, God says, Oh God, or they say, God hates you. You know, you're going to burn in hell and you deserve to die. 
guess who's not going to get to know Jesus? Because like, who wants to know a God that feels that way? Who wants to know a God that hates them, you know? And it's just not true. And I see so many things, like so many awful people who are just making this thing. And yeah, God hates that sin, but he doesn't hate the person, you know? Um, he loves the person very much. So it's just, it makes me very sad to see stuff like that. Um, because, you know, again, if you don't know God and that's the first impression you have of him, you're not going to, you're more than likely not going to give him a second chance. You know, there's, there's a better way to give someone information in a loving way, you know? So you don't have to agree with the way they're living their life, but I also think, you know, you don't need to be a nasty human being about them and the way they go about doing that, you know, because you sin, you know, we know Jesus ate with sinners, but he didn't leave them that way. You know, once they knew him and felt the love, then they changed. You know, it's, it's better to love someone and ease them slowly, you know, than attack them and scare them, you know, scare them permanently. Because even if, the way you choose to sin is different than them, you're still sinning, you know? And so, and we've talked about this before, but on, in God's eyes, a sin is a sin is a sin, whether it's murder or lying or any, anything in between, you know, he, it's all the same. There's no scale. It's, it's a sin. It's bad. It's, it's damning you to hell. You know what I mean? So the fact that you're choosing to attack someone because their sin is different and they are choosing not, you know, they're not, they don't know God. They don't, they're not choosing to turn away from that sin. It's, again, it's no different than the chin, sin that you're choosing. So there's that. That's, that's how I feel about that. But, um, you know, Jesus, Jesus loves us the way we are, but, or, you know, he loves us for who we are, but we have to choose to change. We have to choose to turn away from that sin and walk with him once we've accepted him as the Lord and Savior. Because no matter what, you know, he wants us to love one another. Because um, if he didn't make it clear, you know, the first time, there is another one that it says it again in John 15, 9 through 13. Let me get that over here. Hold on, let me find it. Okay, so 15, verse 9 through 13. It says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. You know, God has loved you so much, even before you knew him, even before you worshiped him, even though we don't deserve it. God loves us and he provides for us. He gives us grace. He gives us time to repent because he, you know, contrary to popular belief, you know, he does not want one single person to perish. He wants them to have eternal life with him because he loves us. You know, there's so many people that that also answers another question. There's so many people who say, you know, why doesn't God get rid of the, the bad people? You know, why doesn't, why does God allow this to happen? And it kind of trails back to, a sin is a sin is a sin. You know, like I said, there's no, this sin is better or worse than, you know, this sin, that kind of thing. There's no scale. And so if he took out all the evil in the world, you would also be on that list because you have sinned. You have evil in your heart. So 
it's one of those things. It's like he's giving everyone time. He's slow to anger. He's slow to, you know, do everything because he wants to give everyone time to repent and get right with God, you know, because he doesn't want any of us to, to be damned to hell. He wants this so bad that he sent Jesus to pay for our sins. And, uh, you know, like I said, some people and, you know, preachers think, oh, we're Christians. We all know the gospel. But I think to hear it over and over and over again and tell others about it, I feel like that is needed because even if someone vaguely knows about it, it's never a bad time to have that refresher. And you never know when someone is living their best, <coughs> worst life and thinks they are saved, but like they're actually mistaken. They're, they're not because sometimes your soul needs that revival and I should talk because that's exactly what, because I thought I was saved. I got saved at like, I think it was 18 and you know, I'm living my life and I'm like, oh, I can sin. It's fine. Jesus died for him. You know, if, if I don't sin, then Jesus died for nothing. Right? No, that's not how, that's not a good way to look at this guys. I mean, you really need, if you are really saved, you're probably, you're, the spirit is probably going to be pushing you to turn away from that sin. So if you're not, if you have no kind of, no guilt about it, you might want to start looking into some things because I have a feeling you're not as saved as you think you are. Um, and again, I'm not trying to say, oh, you're not saved because I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't know your heart, but it might, if you want to sin and you keep, you're like, oh yeah, that's fine. Cause Jesus died for me. So like, it's totally fine. If that's your vibe, you might want to get that checked out. So there's that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, he loved us so much, even though we didn't deserve it. And I have a new motto. I'm going <laughs> to, it's, it's a new motto. I'm, I thought of, you know, don't be turd and love people like Jesus loves you. So if that's the message you got today, then I guess I relayed that properly. But, uh, anyway, that's all for me today. I will, um, talk to you guys next week. Um, I'm trying to think, I feel like I missed something, but I don't know. <laughs> you know me. I can't, uh, I can't keep my squirrels in line, I tell you. But anyway, take care. God bless. I'll talk to you next week.